0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash marriage podcast.
1: We've been married for about 35 years now, and what I've observed, Greg, is that there are seasons in a marriage, and sometimes it's a stormy season. And you're just trying to push through. With God's help, though, if you persevere, you can make it into the sunshine again. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Greg Smalley, who heads up the Focus on the Family Marriage team. And Greg, you've seen so many couples come into your office saying,
2: we're done. But a lot of times, God says, not yet. He And he does that. He shows up in, in amazing ways. John, we've had... Over 6,000 couples go through our Hope Restored, our marriage-intensive program, and about 82% of those couples who've gone through that are, are still together. Hmm. Well, I've seen such amazing miracles, and there is hope. God can do a miracle in your marriage as well.
1: Well, we have details about Hope Restored at our website. Click the show notes or give us a call. Let's go ahead and return now to a conversation Jim Daly had with Dr. David Clark about how you can prevent
3: divorce in your marriage. David, you mentioned writing a letter of responsibility to your spouse. Um, That sounds, again, a little intimidating as I read
0: it. Uh, What does it mean? I'm sitting with a couple. This is second session. We've established some of the foundational things as we've discussed, and now we're going to talk about, in fact, the homework assignment is going to be, and they bring it in, the letter of responsibility. This sounds bad. Sorry. It does. But you know what? I don't care. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I know talking. that. You know that. And, and if the, I, I explain it. Look, you, because they come in for a session, it's all about the other person. She, bam, 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 bam. You wouldn't believe. And then she goes back, oh, yeah, well, how about you, Bozo? Bam, 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 bam. I say, this is not helpful. You're probably right in what your partner is doing wrong, but it doesn't help. You can't do anything about that. So stop the rocks and the bottles. I'm going to have you look in the mirror very solidly, pray over this, and write, actually write out the mistakes you've made in the marriage for next time. You can hear a pin drop hmm. in the counseling session. But you know what? That's how we start. That's how Dr. Clark starts. That's how the Bible starts. It starts with looking in the mirror, the log in your eye. Take a look. Be very honest about mistakes, regrets, things you have to work on. That's A. And then B is what you're going to do, what you want to do to change those things. Mm-hmm. Couples that come in, and, and a lot of them try this because of resistance. They'll come in and they haven't done the assignment. I'm not going to see them again. Yeah. This is a progressive series of steps. I'm not mean about it. Well, sometimes they am, depending on if they've had my chai tea or not in the morning. Anyway, so I will say, <laughs> no, I, this is, in fact, we're going to cut this session short because you don't have the homework. I have no other agenda here. Yeah. And and you can go now, and you're going to pay me. That nips it in the bud.
3: That's good. You know, another one that you talk about is focusing on your spouse's positive attributes. That could be so hard, and uh, you know, especially if you if you have a a critical nature, Mm -hmm. which I think all human beings do. It's whether or not you let it out of the cage. Yeah. And uh, because it's so fleshly to be critical, and you know, that's again one of the things Jesus talked about is. Bite that tongue. You know, don't go there. And uh, how would we think about being less critical or not critical and
0: more positive about our spouse? How do we do that? Well, it's a great question, Jim. When a marriage breaks down, as you know, it's all negative. When they're sitting in front of me, they're all negative. The positivity is all gone. That's how they started in their relationship with positivity. So we bring that back, and it has to be forced. Mm-hmm. I say, you're not going to like hearing this. You're not going to want to do it. We're not worried about your feelings. You just have to do it. Faith in God, faith in this process, and hopefully love for your spouse that's going to be developing. Comp. We start with compliments. I'll say this next week. I want you to come up with a list of 14 very impressive and real compliments for your spouse. Mm-hmm. Physical attractiveness, character, uh, what they do for you, uh, spiritual qualities, has to be a real list and then you're going to drop, in seven days, two compliments a day, one in the morning, one in the evening. Hmm. That began, And it's the most awkward thing in the world. They don't want to do it. I can't think of anything positive. Don't come back to my office until you have thought of positives because they're there. They're just totally buried right. by your dysfunction, and Satan's pushing them way out, of, way out of whack. So when they start after that week, things are starting to change simply because they've said something that is true, and it starts to connect them. Hmm. So we start with that.
3: Yeah. And it works. No, and and it's so true and it's so important. It goes back to communication, like you're saying. Um, Let's end today talking about conflict, which is, you know, again, another, all of these are so critical. I keep saying this is important, this is important. But the lack of communication and dealing with conflict in a healthy way is what got a lot of couples to the point they're at now, right? The point that they need help. What does healthy conflict look like? And David, you know this. Folks are gonna email us or contact us and say, if you're
0: Christian, you shouldn't have any conflict. Address that too. Yeah, those people have big problems. <laughs> There's nothing worse in my opinion, and I'll tell couples this, than a couple that has no conflict. Why? Oh my god. It goodness. sounds right though. It sounds like a good thing. Just, and and yeah. very Christ like. That's not true. Christ had a conflict with a lot of people and they killed him. That was that was pretty conflictual. And he always told the truth, which got him in all kinds of trouble, even though it was done with love. Yeah, if you're avoiding, you're avoiding what is actually going on. So you're bearing things. Absolutely. Potentially. Right. And that's uh, keeping you far apart. And so those kind of couples, if I'm avoiding all these issues that are really bothering me, I'm not talking about a lot of things I should be talking about. Hmm. And so you pull way apart. You're going to have conflict. You actually want to have conflict. It's built into God's system. And if you handle it the right way, there's all kinds of passion in conflict. Working it through, finding out things about your partner you never knew, closeness results, the making up is sweet, the whole thing works.
1: it's not necessarily intuitive, but you've got to lean into the conflict to get it resolved. And I really appreciate Dr. Clark's passion to help couples work it through. Greg, he mentioned how he counsels couples to give each other compliments again. That's a small thing. It seems like, oh, that should happen anyway. But how far can a compliment really go if you're in one of those seasons where, you know what, the pain is really up front,
2: and and it's very overwhelming right now. Yeah, well, like Dr. Clark talked about, compliments are a great thing, and we should routinely, freely compliment our spouse. The problem is when two people are in a hurting marriage, they're, they're usually both at a pretty bad place. And so when you receive a compliment and you're shut down, you're frustrated, you're hurting, it's so easy to redefine that compliment is in, in more of a negative light. Well, what do you mean? Like, you know, if Erin and I are really hurting and she compliments me, I might redefine that as going. Eh, she doesn't mean any of that. Oh, oh she's on. just being artificial. She's, exactly. Superficial. Give me a break. Yeah. Or or I I hear it in in a negative light. Hmm. It's just it's a reality that when we are struggling in our marriage, negative. Thinking negative beliefs are are freely reigning within our mind and, and it 's so easy to to hear a compliment and just pass that off as yeah right you don 't really mean that, which is why I would encourage a couple when when you 're hurting. not so much to focus on the compliments, but to figure out what is it that I can be doing to create safety Mm -hmm. in my marriage. See, John, when people really feel safe with one another, their hearts tend to open and that's what you're really wanting. When, when our hearts are open, connection, intimacy, fun, passion, all the things we really want, they happen when we're open. The problem is if we're shut down, a compliment is just going to fall usually on deaf ears, yeah. which is why if I, honestly, let me say it this way. If I only had one hour with a couple, all I would talk about is how can you guys start creating a marriage that feels like the safest place on earth? Yeah. That, because that when they feel trust. safe, right. Yeah. And, and they trust one another around that they, they tend to be open. And yet you're probably not going to be able to do this on your own, which is if if you're hurting, if you're really struggling, get help. Go see a counselor and ask, can you help us figure out how we can really start creating a marriage that feels safe? That's what we really want, but we're going to need help to get there. Okay. So you've done lots
1: of counseling. Talk to the couple that is hearing this thinking, that's scary. I mean, I don't want to just like lay my secrets out there for some guy or gal I don't know to be a counselor. What's the benefit of a counselor?
2: Well, I would say, well, is it working for you now Hmm. to not go to a counselor? are you being successful? No. W- whatever's going on, it's okay. You're stuck. Something is going on that's creating a a barrier. Go in to see a professional who understands all the dynamics who is is bound by law to keep what you say confidential. I mean, you talk about a safe place to go and work through whatever these big barriers are. That That's what we are trained to do as a counselor, and there are amazing counselors that understand marriage and those dynamics and can help you guys get to where you need to be, which is why I love that, like our marriage intensive program here at Focus on the Family, that 82% of the couples who go through that are still together. Mm.
1: Well, literally, help is a phone call away. Uh, We have a caring uh, team of Christian counselors. They are a great, safe first step for you to explore how to get uh, the help you need in your marriage. They can refer you to a counselor in your area that you can see, and they can tell you about Help Restored. Uh, Get the details in the show notes. Uh, Also, if you can, please make a generous donation to Focus on the Family so we can continue marriage-strengthening programs like this one. Um, Your marriage is never beyond the reach of God's hand, and we want that uh, to be known and felt by all couples. And you can help us expand the reach of Focus on the Family when you make a a monthly pledge or a one-time gift of any amount. We'll say thanks for that donation by sending a copy of Dr. David Clark's book, I Don't Want a Divorce. Next time, we'll have advice for newlywed couples. I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast.